Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, as always. And today is Monday, the 3rd of October, 2022. Now, before we get into today's show, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and uh, click that notification bell just beside that subscribe button uh, if you want to know when the next show will come up on YouTube, uh, should hopefully let you know. So jumping into the first story of today, or actually all the stories of today, I thought we'd do a quick recap on a uh, pretty much all these stories that uh, we've covered in the last few weeks that follow-ups are available on. So firstly, uh, one of the stories that was trending last week was the decision whether or not Prayut Chanacha, the Prime Minister of Thailand, would be able to continue as Prime Minister. Basically, the opposition of the government brought a case to the Constitutional Court in which they say that the Prime Minister has served his eight years as Prime Minister, which is all you're allowed to do under the Constitution of 2017. They based this on that he took power in 2014 even though the constitution was changed in 2017 that brought in this eight-year rule now they argue that he started in 2014 and therefore his eight years would have finished august of this year now the government have argued that basically he started from 2019 and that he has at least uh, five more years left in power. And then there is another train of thought, which is the one actually that we took here on the show, that it would probably be dated from when the current constitution took effect on 2017. Uh, the judges came out on Friday um, in much anticipation of this. And I, I guess um, when we heard that uh, the area around the constitutional court was deemed a security zone and no protests would be allowed here, we knew that the news was not going to be to remove prior as prime minister now again as i said as we predicted here in the show they say that he started his tenure as prime minister from 2017 therefore he has a couple more years to run it's quite interesting because basically next year will be his sixth year with the new election if he were to run again he would only be allowed to have two more years as prime minister under the uh you know, through the next election period, the next governmental period. So a lot of people are wondering and are thinking that he probably won't run again after the uh, next general election because, well, each party is allowed to submit one person to be their prime ministerial candidate. And exactly why would they submit somebody that's only going to be able to legally serve for two years? They'll want a prime minister that will be there for the entirety of the uh, the government. So possibly and more than likely, this will be the last we see of Pryot after the next election, which is slated and penned in for May 2023. Now, moving along, and another story which has uh, we featured before was in relation to this new LTR visa, the long-term resident visa that the government were touting as the savior for Thailand. They're predicting a million people will sign up in the first year or so of it. And the figures for September are out. Roughly 600 people have applied for the LTR in September. Now, if you remember, this is the visa that is basically focused on high earners, high potential earners, 
people with lots of money, wealthy foreigners, wealthy pensioners, wealthy digital nomads working for international companies making, you know, 10, 15, 20 million dollars per year. So this is what it's been fa- uh, focused on. And as I think a lot of people would have predicted, the LTR has not started off all too well. Now, 600 applications. But again, the criteria to be able to apply for these visa is very, very well, it's quite difficult. It's not for your average Joe Soap, uh, your average retiree coming to Thailand, your average worker, digital nomad coming to Thailand. So, yes, I, I'm just curious whether or not they've really thought this through. I wonder how long it'll really last for and whether it'll be scrapped eventually. Now they're talking about finding ways for foreigners who go through this program to own one rye of land to build a house etc i find this really really insulting for retirees who have lived here for a long time for you know people who are married to thai citizens have set up their life here and who can't buy a piece of land to live on with their family their children their wife but you know if you're a kind of a wealthy foreigner and you invest a bit of money we're happy to do that for you i think that's wrong in many many ways and it shows the mentality of the government in relation to how they see foreigners if you don't have lots of money we really don't want to give you any kind of privileges and i think that in many points is wrong you know but nevertheless now moving along to another story that has kind of come in this week is in relation to thailand thailand is fully reopened to foreign tourism again international tourism is back so as of october 1st saturday you can now enter thailand without showing any form of a vaccination certificate whether it's on arrival in thailand or you know when you're checking into your flight because that's where really where they were checking if you're unvaccinated by the way you don't need any of that either so people are basically the same as pre-covid 2020 just think of march 2020 how easy it was to come to thailand that's what it's like now no more insurance necessary no more tracking apps none of that nonsense right so that's all very very good news for the country and for thailand i guess in terms of trying to build back its tourism industry in related news as well and what's very important between now and march anybody who's entering let's say on a visa exempt status where you would normally have come to thailand you get stamped in for 30 days you will now be stamped in for 45 days so that's kind of an extra 15 days on top of your holiday which i think will be quite useful to people if you wish by the way to extend that stamp that you get you used to do it by going to the immigration office paying 1900 baht and you get an extra 30 days it is actually the same again you'll go back down to immigration and you'll pay 1900 thai baht and you will get only 30 days not 45 so bear that in mind for people coming on the visa on arrival there's a number of countries that have visa on arrival in thailand i forget what the fee is but instead of getting the 15 days that you would have normally gotten you will now get 30 days so that's also very beneficial for people who are thinking of coming to thailand and want to spend a little bit longer than 15 days without having to also go down to immigration actually you don't can't remember if you can't actually extend the visa on arrival and after a quick google i see you can extend the visa on arrival but only for seven days so please bear that in mind now in relation to covid restrictions here in the country and different things like that for travelers it's worth noting that there's practically none anymore but of course there's still the holdouts who still have the temperature scanner at the front door and want people to actually do that but uh yeah in terms of mask wearing mask wearing now is only mandatory on public transportation and the cinema that's right the cinema nowhere else public transportation 
and the movie theater. I have no idea why the movie theater has been thrown into that, but it seems like they had no other ideas that so they just decided the movie theater. Masks must be worn in the movie theater. I don't know. But guys, do bear in mind if you are coming to Thailand that some places, businesses here are allowed to ask you to wear a mask to enter their premises. And if you don't want to do that, then you should go to a different shop. And, and that's basically how it is. But here's a rule of thumb I have found. Look, I don't really wear a mask in many places I go to anymore. But I do and I'm aware of my surroundings, for example. So if I go into a 7-Eleven and I see the entire staff with masks on and the majority of people in the shop with masks on i'll put it on for the one or two minutes i'm in there i just have a look around i scan it you know because you don't want to be the odd guy out sometimes too you know and i think it's respectful to to kind of in the way that people here still use the mask and i think it you know it's a little it's respectful it's just scan have a look around are everybody else doing it in here maybe i should do too that's just my little bit of advice on it all look you're free to do what you want but as i said that's my opinion in relation to kind of just showing a little respect in thailand to how the thai people do things as well you know we can always make fun of you know riding a motorbike with the mask on but no helmet and all that stuff but we also have to respect the fact that you know thai people are still doing it and we don't want to make our hosts here in the country uncomfortable either so bear that all in mind as well so now that that kind of recap and everything's been done let's jump into the last few stories of the day bolt taxi driver challenges airports of thailand's rule over picking up tourists at phuket airport an independent taxi van driver working through the Bolt application has challenged the ban on independent drivers from picking up passengers at Phuket International Airport, a mandate controlled by Airports of Thailand. The driver, Surya Tong Samak, has also refused to pay the fine for attempting to pick up tours from the airport, which he was not allowed to do on September 28th. Mr. Saria went public with his challenge with videos posted online on September 29th, calling for officials to clarify whether or not independent taxi, taxi drivers can pick up tours from the airport. The current rule set out by AOT is that independent taxi drivers can drop passengers off at the airport but not pick them up, even if the tourists themselves order the taxi through the app. The current rules are not published anywhere in written form and are only an understanding relayed by word of mouth without any written confirmation from the airports of Thailand. Mr. Surya posts have gained much attention online. In his post, Mr. Surya called on the Phuket governor to intervene in the matter. Is this a world-class tourist city? In the past, the province has always had a policy that tourists can use the taxi service through the app. Is it really usable? Mr. Surya posed. Mr. Sri explained to reporters that he had accepted an order via the Bolt app placed by two foreign tourists last night. The tourists asked to be picked up at the front at 7pm and taken to Kata. Mr. Sri arrived at the airport and waited for the tourists, a young couple, who entered his van after exiting the arrivals hall. However, two security guards approached his van, preventing him from driving away. One of the security guards opened the door of the van and told the tourists to get out. The van was not allowed to pick up tourists at the airport, the couple were told. Mr. Sri was then escorted to where a poster in Thai language nearby explained that only approved taxi drivers were permitted to serve passengers at the airport. Drivers caught breaking the rules will be prosecuted and expelled from the airport grounds, the poster said. The security guard explained the terms so that Mr. Sri understood. Meanwhile, the tourists unsatisfied with the experience and refusing to use the AOT-controlled taxi service at the airport dragged their luggage to the main road in front of the airport and hailed a taxi from there. 
Mr. Saria was then taken to the Saku police station, located just south of the airport, where he refused to pay the fine for non-AOT-approved taxi drivers picking up passengers at the airport. Mr. Saria explained that his van is fully legal, registered for hire to carry passengers, and he has the requisite license to operate a taxi vehicle. I didn't hold up a sign or call out to get customers at the airport. I received my booking from the app. The customer had a clear identity, so I went to get it, he said. I want to fight for the rules to be the same for taxi operators, so it is the same for everyone. And so everyone knows what taxis are operating at the airport. How wrong is that, Mr. Surya said. The chief of the Phuket Public Land Transport Office, the PLTO, told reporters today that the issue was not a matter for his office to intervene with. The driver, Mr. Saria, has the correct taxi driver's license and his van is properly legally registered to be used as a taxi. That was the end of the PLOTO's concern, he said. The problem has arisen in this case has already been submitted to the Ministry of Transport. The Ministry has already set a policy that the airport authority is the one who, together with the Department of Highways, organises which taxis may operate at the airport. Now, doesn't that all sound very suspicious? Now, we have a statement back then from the AOT, the airports of Thailand. So let's just go through that because I think it's quite interesting. AOT claims airport security as the reason for the approved taxi drivers. Airports of Thailand Phuket branch, which operates Phuket International Airport, has issued a statement claiming airport security as the reason for the need to only allow approved taxi drivers to operate at the airport. The statement was posted online at the Phuket branch of the Public Relations Department. Phuket Airport clarified the case of social media publishing photos of staff inviting guests to get out of the car because of breaking the rules. Phuket Airport is a controlled aircraft zone. Such an act is an offence under the Ministerial Regulation No. 2, said the AOT Phuket Statement. Of note, the statement was not issued under the name of any authority at the airport, despite Monchai Tanad currently serving as general manager at the Phuket International Airport as an employee for Airports of Thailand. As clarified earlier this month as well, guys, Airports of Thailand is not a government agency or a private company. It is a state enterprise. So it goes through then uh, what happened at gate number one, and then they go on. Phuket Airport would like to clarify that Phuket Airport is a controlled aircraft area. Therefore, such an act is an offence under the ministerial regulation. Any person who performs any of three acts may be deemed a guilty of unlawful exploitation of the airport as a government facility, the statement added. People are not allowed to announce or advertise their service with a sound device, a signboard or any other means at the airport. People are not allowed to transport goods into the restricted airport area unless permitted by measures prescribed by airports of Thailand. And people are not allowed to solicit aircraft passengers or others to use vehicles or any other services that are not authorised by the competent officials, the statement noted. The objective is to track important information or complaints for outside services because Phuket Airport has a registration system and a database, it noted. While its lengthy explanation, the statement by AOT Phuket made no mention that the only taxi drivers who are allowed by AOT Phuket to pick up passengers at the airport pay millions of baht through concessions for the exclusive rights to do this. The statement did not respond to the one question asked by the taxi driver, Mr. Saria Tongsamak, yesterday to publicly declare the exact rules of which drivers are allowed and which drivers are not. The current understanding, as evidence in practice, is that independent taxi drivers who operate through an app are allowed to drop passengers off at the airport but still are not allowed to pick them up. The statement made no mention of this.
The statement also gave no explanation why AOT, Phuket, does not recognize drivers fully licensed and registered with the Phuket Land Transport Office and fully registered vehicles to operate as taxi drivers anywhere in Phuket. Now the statement continues to go on about this and there's a lot of questions to be asked in relation to this. And I can see possibly both sides here. The AOT are saying that we only want registered taxi drivers, but it seems like it's a bit of a monopoly by a core group of taxi drivers at the airport who have exclusive rights to only pick up whoever the hell they want, which is a lot different, by the way, if you go to Bangkok, Swanapum, or even Don Muang Airport, where the taxi drivers picking up and dropping off can get into a queue system as long as you're a registered taxi. It doesn't say you have to be registered only to go to the Uh, registered by the airport so in Phuket yet again more issues with taxi drivers and there's been a number of stories this week about incidents with taxi drivers in Phuket who are not happy about this application so let's just discuss exactly why they're not happy the bottom line is with the bolt or grab application I don't know what you have around the world in another place uber I guess would be the closest one but they don't have uber here um is that you know you order your taxi online you say I'm going from here to here and it tells you how much it is you can either pay in advance I think generally you pay in advance and that's it so there's no negotiation that's the rate the rate is normally a decent rate okay and that's it there's no negotiation, there's no rip-offs, there's no trying to take you on mini tours around the province, you know, to drop you off at what they call that the uh, travel agency on the way to get you to buy tours so that a taxi driver can get a commission of this. Yes. Tell me anybody who's had that ever happened to them, because it does. None of that happens because you've already agreed the price, you've paid in advance, that's it. Taxi driver's job is to take you from A to B, but not at the airport. Now, there's meant to be set prices, and they're not cheap, those set prices, and then generally be paying three to 400 baht more than if you had gone with the app, if you were allowed to use the app. So they're getting, they're making good money at the airport, these taxi drivers, and hence why they're paying millions in concessions to continue to allow them to still operate from there. Imagine if you were allowed to order your taxi through the app and there was a, a, an area for people to go to where the taxi driver would be and then you'd go from there. Imagine if any taxi, as long as they're registered and legal, could go to the airport. And imagine if they all had to actually use meters. Could you imagine that part? Imagine how much your taxi ride would be then too. Half the price it is now. There is a monopoly There is a mafiosa-style taxi situation going on here in Phuket that has gone on for so long that it's literally next to impossible to get rid of. Tourists are being ripped off in relation to how much they're paying for taxis. You compare a taxi ride in Bangkok to a taxi ride in Phuket, it's night and day. And why is that? Because of all these concessions, big money being changed over to allow exclusive use. Even you just go to like a normal pub, there'll be taxis outside and God forbid somebody who orders on an app waiting for his taxi driver to come and he pops in front of the line, World War Three breaks out. These drivers that are causing the issues, and the problem is with them, is that they don't want to compete with Bolt or Grab or other places. These Bolt and Grab drivers work for cheaper amounts of money, you know, they're getting paid less, but it incentivizes them to work more, work harder, try get more business. Whereas the guys that are sitting on the side of the road trying to, you know, oh, how much to go there? 600 baht for what? You know, 10 kilometers, are you joking me? And they're they're there because they only want to do one or two trips a day. You know, they don't want to compete with Bolt or Grab. They don't want to improve their service. They don't want to bring their prices down. And that, in general, is the problem with taxis here in Phuket. It needs to be really sorted out, but that would take a strong leader, a strong 
governor or a strong uh, minister to do this, but they're not strong. They always bow down to these guys. Everything is a misunderstanding and nothing ever gets solved. You look at every incident ever happened with a taxi driver, it's always put down to misunderstandings. It's very rare that a taxi driver gets suspended. It's very rare they have their license taken off them. It's very rare that they're ever even prosecuted. They get away with it here. And that's fundamentally what the problem is here in Phuket, is nobody is strong enough to take them on and to do what's right for the tourist and the people of Phuket. Taxis for local people are out of, I mean, just give up on it. A local Thai person would never take a taxi, not at the prices they charge. It needs to be broadly looked at and also a proper public transportation system in Phuket is highly needed. There should be a train from Phuket Airport to all the stops along the way, you know, Patong, Katakaran, all down the coast, there should be a train system to bring people. They talk about world-class, always world-class destinations. But the only way you can get from Phuket Airport to anywhere on the island is either by a very expensive taxi or a smart bus that took forever to set up because of the fear of getting the shit beaten out of you for driving the bus, right? by taxi drivers. And of course, how many stops does it make along the way? Takes forever in Phuket traffic. Give me a break. Nobody wants to be sitting in that thing. So they're the only two options, really, in an international world-class destination as they like to promote Phuket as. I'm not buying it anymore, guys. What do you think about it yourself? What do you think needs to be done in Phuket to make transportation affordable for all? And to ensure that also locals and tourists are not ripped off. And that we have a situation where we have a open market where taxis are free to pick up whoever they want, whenever they want, at whatever location they want. I'd love to know your opinion, as always, guys, down below in that comment section. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.